The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And, it, you know, it doesn't take much these days, does it, Chadville, to realize that the world is pretty divisive right now. Uh, the last number of years we have borne witness to that, and it's become at times really pretty ugly. But what can we do to make it better? You know, it's it's a topic that Ward 1 City Councilor Andrew Knack tackles in his personal blog titled Learning from Each Other. You can check it out at his webpage, andrewknack.com, Ward 1 City Councilor Andrew Knack. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's start with this. I, I, I want to. I, I read the article. I read your blog, and it, uh, it kind of, it really hit home. And there were a lot of great things in there. And you know, up front, you did a little bit of, you know, what I would call truth puking. You put some stuff out there that maybe people uh, didn't really know that, um, you know, how you've changed your thoughts on some things. First off, why, why did you feel the need to, to write this blog? You know, it started uh, it when really this pandemic started, which is that uh, uh, certainly over the last three years, I've noticed things become a little more divisive, a little people, uh, a little bit more where people are quick to react. Uh, but but with the added stress that we have experienced with folks not you know knowing if their families are going to be as healthy based off certain circumstances or knowing that you know the economic situation is is challenging. I've noticed that the tone of a lot of the email correspondence and some of the online comments I've received are quite a bit different than they have been in the past. And and people, as as noted near the first line, you know, folks calling me socialists, folks calling me too conservative, <laughs> like people throwing out all sorts of labels. And and it made me realize that maybe we need to take that step back from time to time. And and what better time than right now going into a really uh, you know, for a lot of folks, scary time tomorrow and, and what that might mean for politics and just being able to get along with each other for, for the years to come. You know, Andrew, I, I think, um, and you know, doing this talk show, certainly I get uh, comments all over the place, just like just like you do. And, and and one of the things that you that you wrote, you said, over the last eight months, I've seen how dismissive, dismissive people can be simply because they aren't aligned on one specific issue or because they assume where you sit on the political spectrum. It seems at times, Andrew, that there's there's just sides anymore there's no middle ground and i think that we would all do better if we tried to find some some middle ground and let's be real there's going to be some folks that we're not going to that you know certain things are just never going to jive you know as, as you mentioned you know if, if you don't believe in in human rights for everyone then then okay you know what i, I probably don't ever want to talk to you but if on some things, if we take the time to listen to have conversations respectfully, I think we can get a lot farther ahead. Absolutely. And, and you know, this has been one of the, the beautiful things about municipal government in Alberta in that we don't come with party affiliation. And mm-hmm. that really, if you want to do your best work as a member of city council, then you have to be willing to listen to everyone at that table because chances are you're going to learn something. And, it, you know, it, it feels like it's an anomaly now when folks listen to somebody that might have a different view and say, wow, that changed, changed my mind. Uh, you know, another recent thing I just saw was the, the newly or re-elected Prime Minister of New Zealand, how she signed a, a, a cooperation agreement with one of the other parties. Even though she has a majority government, two members of, you know, the opposition essentially are getting ministry positions. 
That mm-hmm. shouldn't be shocking to us, yet it is completely shocking because there are so few examples like that. And yet we know that most people aren't ideological set in any one party. There are always going to be issues where you might have a different perspective than the party you might normally support. So why not be willing to listen to folks with those opposing views and say, hey, that's a great idea, and why don't we try it? Or, you know, you know, take it and, and, and research it a little bit more, find more out uh, about it, right? You know, Andrew, um, I, I'm curious your thoughts. How long, and I was just trying, how long have you been on city council now for? Just over seven years. Seven years, that's right. Okay. And over those seven years, can you describe how... Uh, relationships, how things have changed uh, on council when it comes to um, cooperation, when it comes to having um, respectful conversations, number one. And, and number two, you know, given the fact of, you know, what you've written about your blog and about how it's become, you know, more divisive, how do you think that that is impacting people may be wanting to or not wanting to run for city council or run for politics of any sort? Well, I think generally speaking still, you know, in this in this grand scheme of everything that we do as a city council, we still agree far more than we don't. You know, I think people would be surprised to know that I think if you went through all of the votes we make over the course of the year, it's likely that we agree 80 to 90 percent of the time unanimously. There are obviously some very hot topics that generate Uh greater division. But overall, council, I find, has been very good at, at going into those items generally with an open mind and really, I think, with a strong desire to hear from people with other different life experiences, with different knowledge, and use that to inform the opinion. Now, I do know that I think it's gotten a little bit worse over the last mm-hmm. year in particular. I think there have been times where where we haven't lived up to that same standard that I think we've set for ourselves for so many years. And I do worry that that discourages people from wanting to put their name forward. And, and mm-hmm. in, I hope that people don't look at what's been happening the last year where there have been pockets of of not not the greatest behavior in the world and say, no, I still want to be involved because, again, when you look at what we do municipally, even compared to what happens provincially or federally where it's far more partisan, I still think we, we rise above those other orders of government in showing people what can happen when you come together, when you listen to people with opposing viewpoints. So I, I hope that doesn't discourage people. I hope people choose to put their name forward with the desire to come to that table and say, I don't care where you sit on the political spectrum. We're going to work together. We're going to find common ground on some issues. We're going to disagree on others, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, you know, it's just it's. I, I find the name calling and just how bottom of the barrel. Certainly, social media has become over the past number of years. It's just been so very disappointing. And I know that you are very active on social media, and you work hard, as do many of the city councillors. Let's be real. Actually, you know, most of the city councillors are very active and putting stuff out there and making sure that people know what's going on or why you voted a certain way or why you backed something. But when you do that, you obviously open yourself up to, you know, getting a 
uh, I can't say that word on air, but but but, but get you know some some kicks in in the butt, and it's and it's been and it's been very hard. But you still believe. You say I still feel it important to explain why a decision has been made, so people understand the thought process that went into the decision. But how do you balance the negativity, Andrew? You know, part of why I, I try to do as much, I, I usually do go out door knocking once a month, and, and I find that is the greatest way to refresh and remind myself that social media is not the real world. And certainly, <laughs> I, I love engaging with folks on Facebook or on Twitter or on whatever form of social media you're using, but when you get to meet someone face-to-face at their door, uh, you find a very different experience. You find people, even if they hate everything you voted for, very rarely are they ever angry with you at the door. They'll just express their displeasure. They'll share their reasons of why they don't like something. So I try not to get too caught up in that because real life, human engagement generally brings to people together in a way that you don't have online. And we used to think that online, well, if people had to use their real name, of course they're going to be more respectful. And and unfortunately, that doesn't always pan out the way I think we would like it to. So, so try not to get so caught up in that. Don't ignore it either, though, because that's when people will start to feel neglected and pull away from engaging at all. Uh, but but it's that fine balance of just remembering each and every day that folks are generally good people. They want to engage in a good dialogue, even if they disagree. And and that translates into often happening when we have our elections that you'll get folks like think about our mayor got reelected with 72 percent of the vote. Yeah. Obviously, people from across the political spectrum voted for him, and and yet. <laughs> You know, we, we don't always think about that um, at an election, that here's someone who obviously reached out beyond, you know, one particular uh, political ideology. And so we have to just keep reminding ourselves of that. And, and uh, this isn't just something we do politically. I think we need to do it as, as human beings, especially right now when mm-hmm. folks are stressed and we have to mm-hmm. have a bit of empathy in this. So when you when you when you get those emails, when you get those comments on a post, when you go door knocking, when you have those conversations, maybe they're a little bit more one-sided unless they're face to face. But when you get that, when you hear what what is being said, Andrew, how does that help you or any city councillor be a better city councillor? How does that help you do the job that you do? Because we're it helps because we're not experts in everything you know each of us bring our own particular specialty you know i i I have a business degree i used to run a small business um and and so i i come with that set of expertise but there are other folks who come with completely different backgrounds that i've never been involved in so when you when you listen to those folks they educate you in a way that you would have never hoped to understand and it gives you that opportunity to better inform yourself, which ideally will then turn into more informed decisions. Again, that doesn't mean that that person who might be an expert in the other area will be happy with your final decision, but if you've taken the time to truly listen to them, understand them, relay back what you feel you've heard, <laughs> uh, I think you get a point where people feel that even if they, even if you didn't agree at the end, they feel that Ah, I I know this person heard me. I know they took my position into account. And we might have disagreed here, but on the next issue, I'm sure we'll get together and we'll, we'll maybe come to agreement. So let's not close that door just because we disagreed on this issue.
Ward 1 City Councillor Andrew Nack joining me this afternoon. We're talking about a blog post uh, that he wrote called Learning From Each Other. You can find it at andrewnack.com. Um, one of the things, to, I mean, we don't want to live in a world where it's all sunshine and lollipops. I mean, I think maybe parts of this year we wish that we could be in, in yeah. sunshine and lollipops, <laughs> but we have to realize that, we, you know, you don't want to uh, create that echo chamber where you're just hearing from the same people who have the same views as, as you. You want to be able to um, have those um, different conversations, maybe to hear some criticism, offer criticism, but I think that there's there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. Would you agree? Of course. And, and I mean, think about, you know, your workplace. You don't want your boss coming to you and saying, hey, you did this wrong, you're an idiot, and then leave. <laughs> you want them to, to say, hey, this particular thing isn't going right. Can we sit down and go through it and review it and talk about it and understand it and see if we can make it better? So if we want that in our workplaces, we would want that in our, in our home lives. You would you want to teach your kids to, do, to, to approach things like that. Uh, so, so why should politics be any different? It's, it's different because we have these camps that we have to fall in. You know, we have to be conservative all the time or liberal all the time or new Democrat all the time. When in reality, we don't. Nobody's forcing us to do that. Um, but elections can create that those camps. But in between mm-hmm. those elections where maybe you get a little more heated, you should be able to wake up the next morning and look at the other side of that spectrum and say, you know what? In the end, we, we generally want the same thing. We want to build a better city, a better province, a better country. So can I, can I go to them and listen with an open mind and incorporate their good ideas to make things better? It's so rare when you hear, especially provincially and federally, when a suggestion is made by the opposition that gets accepted. That shouldn't be a rare occurrence. It should be something that, that happens more often and becomes sort of normalized. And I think that in itself could help address some of this divisiveness that we're dealing with right now. Andrew, you end your blog by asking some questions, including what are some of the ideas for how to change this dynamic of division? What steps do you take to engage those you might not agree with? And how do you like to share constructive feedback? All really, really great questions. And I think, you know, changing this dynamic of, of, of division, I'm not sure how we're going to do it or how. Um, I, I, for some reason, it seems to me that it's going to take a a long time to do it but i think that if we all keep that in mind some of the things that you've mentioned and about respectful conversations gosh it could go a really long way in this day and age and we'll be better off as a society because of it it doesn't i i also feel like this could take time but it doesn't have to there are examples that we see in the world every day of where this does happen and we have to try to really point out those examples and show how when that happens, we we do things better. We make better decisions. People are better supported. And if we talk about those good examples more often, then I think it will be easier to change how the, the trajectory of where I think we're headed right now. Before I let you go, I have to ask, uh, when are we going to find out about your plans for the next election? Still a couple months to go. We've got a lot of work over the next two months uh, between dealing with our most tense budget in a long time. We've got to make sure there's no tax increase for 2021. So I've got to focus on that and uh, before I make a final decision. So probably not till the new year. 
All right, Andrew, I'll let you off on that one. <laughs> Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah, you take care. Ward 1 City Councilor Andrew Knack, and you can check out uh, uh, check out that blog and, and, you know, maybe weigh in. He's got a comment section open. It's andrewknack.com.